Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. Today we are talking about conflict resolution. We are talking about how to manage difficult conversations, hot button issues, particularly within your marriage, in a way that actually reduces stress, increases productivity, uh, the conversation is actually fruitful, gets you somewhere, and to restore peace into these difficult conversations. So definitely stick around until the end of the episode and I will share about a brand new freebie that we have that you can download after you listen to today's episode and it will help you in those moments where conflict is starting to rise. But the four action steps that we're going to talk about today are going to be super helpful and super practical. As a marriage and family therapist, I can tell you that conflict management and hot button issues. I mean, these are kind of the bread and butter of marriage counseling. So many couples struggle to figure out how do we talk about these these issues that bring up such big emotions. And it's really difficult. Some of us try to just avoid the conversations. Some of us dive in head first, but we're not fighting fair. We don't really know how to care and love and respect each other, even in the middle of an intense disagreement. And so um, I really want today's episode to be a blessing to your marriage, to provide some, some guidance and some help based on what I have found to be most helpful for couples um, who are coming into counseling with just some issue in front of them that they just cannot move past. And they're struggling to know how do we talk about this in a productive and helpful way without, um, yeah, without getting to a point where we're just, we're just mad all day long, where we can't finish the conversation, we can't actually come to a resolution. So that is what we are digging into today. Before we jump into the meat of today's episode, I want to remind you that we have one week left of my birthday giveaway. I am giving away a copy of the book, uh, actually two copies of the book, Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No, by Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend. This is a book that's super practical. It's a really easy read, and I recommend it all the time in the counseling room because we struggle with boundaries. Um, And even within our marriage, you know, we're talking today about difficult conversations, and trust me, this book would be a helpful blessing Um, If you ever struggle with kind of where are my boundaries in these difficult conversations. And so I'm giving away two copies of the book Boundaries, along with a gift card for some coffee, because let's be honest, coffee makes everything better. (laughs) So we will be giving away two copies of the book Boundaries and a gift card for coffee next week on my birthday, because, you know, you can't share can't just celebrate your birthday by yourself. You got to share it with other people. You got to share the love. I'm super excited about this. So, so let me give you a quick rundown on how to enter the giveaway. You can actually have up to five entries. Um, Your first step is to leave a written review of this podcast, the love your people well podcast, and then take a screenshot of your review and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's at love your people well. You can tag me there. That is your entry into the giveaway. But you can also enter four more times by taking a screenshot of your favorite episodes of this episode right here and sharing that screenshot in your Instagram stories. And again, tag me at love your people well. It is that simple. Just leave a review, take a few screenshots, post them and tag me. 
Um, and just a reminder, you have to be 18 or older, and you have to have a mailing address in the United States for me to, in the continental United States, um, to enter the giveaway. So I look forward to your review. I'm excited to see your screenshots, and I'm excited to send you one of my favorite books and uh, help you get a little extra coffee in your system next week uh, for my birthday giveaway. All right, the only other thing I'm going to share, because I know that quite a few people have listened to episode 15, where I talked about perfectionism, are you a perfectionist? And I shared a story about um, recording a few episodes where the sound quality was just uh, not where I wanted it, and, and the Lord really challenged me on that, that I was being a perfectionist, and that was not actually healthy or holy. And so if you listened to that episode, uh <laughs> Warning, today is one of those two episodes. The sound quality is a little bit different. Um, you know, whatever. I'm getting used to this. I'm figuring out the tech. It's a fun experiment. So uh, yeah, just enjoy a good little giggle at my expense. No worries there. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out episode 15 about perfectionism. Um, okay, friend, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome to today's episode, friends. I'm so excited that you're here, and I hope that you are ready for some real concrete action steps that are going to be super helpful, particularly in your family life, in your marriage. Um, now, don't stop there if you're like, huh, I'm not married, or you know, I don't have any issues in my family life. Um, if that's you, please message me, because I would love to hear how you have managed that. But really, for all of us, in every relationship, at some point, we hit some sort of conflict, some sort of um, difficult conversation. Our emotions are high. It's a hot button issue, and it can be really difficult to talk through that issue, whatever it is, in a way that is calm and productive and actually blesses and enhances the relationship. So I think you can see why I'm leaning into the marriage relationship here, because that's probably the most common relationship we have where a hot button issue comes up, some sort of conflict or big decision that needs to be made, and we're on different pages of the issue, and it's really hard to talk through that. And so what we're going to talk about today um, is four specific action steps that will help you have these difficult conversations in a way that is calm and productive. So if that sounds like something that will help you in your marriage or maybe in a, in a friendship or a work relationship, then stick around. And at the end of the episode, um, you're definitely gonna wanna stick around because I have a free resource, brand new, that I wanna share with you um, about conflict resolution. I want to start today's episode with a quick disclaimer. I am a licensed therapist in the state of South Carolina, but this podcast is not professional therapy. There is a link in the show notes if you think counseling would be helpful for you to get a little more information about what that might look like in your life. Uh, but please be aware that this podcast and all the resources from Love Your People Well, LLC, are informational only. 
Okay, let's dive in to this hot button topic because even just thinking about our hard conversations is probably bringing up some emotions for you. Some really common emotions that we struggle with um, when we're on different pages and we're having the argument and we're trying to make it civil, we're trying even to make it productive. We often wind up dealing with things like anger. We wind up feeling with um, dealing with emotions like guilt. Um, sometimes we wind up feeling scared or fearful. We start worrying about the relationship. Um, so all of those different emotions let's just start by acknowledging that's totally normal. Everyone has those emotions. Now, some of us handle them better than others. And that particularly is going to play out in the conversation that you're having with your spouse, this difficult conversation about some sort of hot button issue where you're on different pages, but the emotions themselves are not the problem. The emotions are totally normal. And there are ways that we can, number one, approach the conversation differently so that those emotions are less likely to come up and less likely if they do come up to totally derail the conversation. But number two, um, we can have some strategies kind of in our back pocket. So when those emotions come up, because they are inevitable, not in every conversation, but in life, sometime, my friend, I'm sorry, but you're going to feel angry. Sometimes you're probably going to feel scared. So when those emotions come up, we can have some tools in our back pocket about how do we handle this so that it doesn't totally ruin this conversation and possibly even start harming the relationship. So let's start our conversation just acknowledging that those emotions are normal. They are not the problem. How you're handling them or how your husband is handling them, that might be a problem. Um, But hopefully what we talk about today will help you lead these conversations in a different direction so that you actually wind up closer to each other because of this conflict or this disagreement um, rather than winding up, you know, somebody's giving somebody else the silent treatment or somebody's sleeping on the couch or we just have a lot of tension and pain in our relationship. So action step number one that's going to help you have difficult conversations more calmly and more productively is to, if possible, Schedule a time with your husband to have the conversation. Now, of course, this is not always possible, but so many of our hot button topics, we actually do know in advance that the conversation is coming. Um, So let's think of maybe two examples here that have come up so many times in the counseling room uh, with couples who come in with, you know, we're having trouble talking about X issue. Two of the big ones are finances and uh, plans with the in-laws, like what's going to happen for the holidays or, you know, your mom calls every day or, you know, something about in-law relationships. Those are both great examples for this first action step. You know that finances is a part of your life. That's not a surprise. Now there might be a surprise bill that comes in the mail or, you know, on the day to day, there might be some surprise about your finances. But you know, big picture, that that's an important part of your family life. And so scheduling a time with your husband to sit down, to look at what your financial picture is, to talk about your values and your priorities with your finances, that is a completely realistic action step and would be very helpful so that when that surprise bill pops up, when somebody checks the mail, 
that's not the first time that you're talking about finances, because if that is, you're a lot more likely to be dealing with the emotions that we talked about, with anger, with fear, with confusion. All of that is a lot more likely to come up with a surprise conversation rather than a scheduled, planned conversation. And if we think about that second example, in-law relationships, that's a hot-button issue for a lot of couples. And you know, we know, really from the time you start dating someone, you know, if I marry you, then I'm inheriting also all those other people in your life. And those relationships will change as you get married, or at least they, they should change. <laughs> they, uh, biblically, they should be changing. Sometimes that's difficult to do. So we all know from day one of our marriage that this is an important topic that we need to be on the same page about. And then if you think about the nuances of your particular family, like every family has holiday traditions. Um, you know, my family, for, for example, we for a long, long time have had an annual family vacation together. And that's changed as we've all gotten older, gotten married, had kids, you know, that has changed. But my husband knew <laughs> when he proposed, he knew I'm basically committing to a summer trip with Jessica's family. Um, now for some people that might be a big problem for others. That's not his family at the time we got married did not have an annual family trip. Of course, they tried to get together regularly, but you know, the, the annual family vacation was not a big thing in his family. Uh, it turned out after we got married that that became a regular thing that his family, um, intentionally tries to get together every year. Now that's wonderful. We both want good relationships with our family, but once we realized this is becoming kind of a family expectation, it was helpful for us to sit down and talk about, um, you know, on an annual basis, is this something we can fit into our budget? Is it something we can fit into our calendar? Um, you know, it was helpful for us to schedule time in advance before someone's mom was calling to say, hey, did you book your plane tickets yet for that trip? That's not the time to have the conversation. Scheduling in advance, if you know that a difficult topic is coming up, is going to be so helpful to make that conversation productive and to stay calm during that conversation. So that is action step number one. When possible, schedule a time with your husband, or again, you know, maybe this is a coworker, maybe it's a friend, schedule a time to talk about this difficult topic, um, this hot button issue, whatever that might be for your family. Action step number two is to know in advance, <laughs> if possible, what are your values and your priorities and how do they connect with this hot button issue? Um, if we stay on that page, maybe about in-law relationships, for my husband and I, we both know that having good family relationships with our parents and our siblings, that's important to us. And so that helps us when the conversation comes up, we already know we're on the same page that these relationships are important. That doesn't mean we're going to say yes every time that a family activity comes up or we get invited to do something. It might not be realistic for us. It might not fit into um, what our job schedule looks like. There might be any number of reasons why we have to say no. And we might sometimes be on different pages. I want to say yes, he wants to say no. That's a difficult conversation to have, but it really helps that we can go into that conversation knowing in advance we both agree that these family relationships are a priority. That might play out differently in any given 
incident or situation, but if we didn't know what our values were in advance, it's a lot more likely that the conversation is going to hit on some triggers for us. It's going to press on some sore spots from our childhood or whatever that might be, and the conversation is going to go not in a direction that we want it to go. So taking time, just generally big picture in life, to understand your values, how you prioritize things, um, to understand your moral compass and how do you make decisions, that is hugely important in allowing the difficult conversations to go more smoothly. Um, and again, this might be this might be something, schedule a time to sit down and talk about what are your values, how do you make decisions, um, but more likely in a marriage, this is just a general part of living life together. It's part of our self-assessment and self-reflection to understand what are the things that are most important to me. And this really helps us in the conflict, in the disagreement, because usually something is going to come up there in the conversation that's going to speak into our values or our morals or our priorities. And especially if you and your husband are on different pages, uh, maybe about priorities, he might be placing a much higher value on, I need to be in the office uh, 10 hours a day so that I can make good money, so that I can provide for our family. Now, obviously you're not thinking to yourself, uh, I don't care if we get a paycheck next month, but you might be thinking, I would place a higher priority on time with our kids when they're young because they're not gonna be little forever. Um, I really need more help around the house. You probably are not completely disagreeing with each other, but if you don't already know in advance, these are where my values lie, this is why I'm prioritizing option A over option B, that can help you then go into the conversation and have it be more productive. You can actually share not just, I think we should do X, Y, Z, but you can also share why that's important to you. And that is the piece that really is most important to connect on in a conflict, in a disagreement. If you can, you maybe don't agree on what you should do, but you can understand and appreciate and respect why the other person is feeling and thinking the way that they are, that's going to go a long way in making sure both of you feel heard and feel important, even if you're disagreeing with each other about whatever topic has come up. So action step number two, know your values, your priorities, understand why it is that you have a certain position or a certain perspective so that you can communicate that to your spouse and you're not trying to figure it out in the moment when you're, you know, he said something and now all of a sudden you're upset and you're crying. That's not the best time to be trying to figure out why did that upset me so much. Hopefully, if we know that in advance, that can help us lead the conversation in a more productive way. Okay, action step number three. You know your values, you know, you've scheduled time when possible to have these difficult conversations. Action step number three is to have a plan for what you're going to do if that conversation starts to get escalated. Because again, if one of you is getting upset, that is probably not the best time to decide, hey, let's hit pause. Let's go do something else. Let's distract ourselves. Let's calm down and we will come back to this conversation tonight. Um, this again is a piece that, you know, when I work with couples in premarital counseling, we always talk about this. What are you going to do when you have an argument? 
because you know some couples you're getting married all you see is like the best parts of each other you're thinking we're never gonna have an argument um uh, yeah sorry you are (laughs) it's just a part of life you can handle that argument really really well and it might not feel like a big deal but the argument is going to come at some point you're going to have different opinions about an important topic but if you know in advance when we do have that disagreement and one of us starts to get upset we have full permission to you know maybe you're throwing up your hands in the timeout sign uh maybe you're Uh, Maybe you're just, you have a certain phrase that you use with each other. Um, What I often coach couples with, especially if this is a big issue for them, a lot of conflict and they are not handling it very well, is to have a specific phrase to know that um, either one of you at any time, if you're getting upset, all you have to say is, honey, I need grace and walk away. Um, Now for for other couples that would look different, but um, knowing in advance, if we get upset, This is how we're going to pause the conversation. This is what we're going to do. Uh, Maybe we take a break and we go do something to calm down. Maybe we just say pause and we um, kiss each other. We have some sort of affection. We have some sort of connecting moment before we continue the conversation. Maybe we switch locations. We're having this big argument and we're in the car. We could say, hey, pause. (laughs) Let's get out. Let's go to the kitchen, have a snack, and continue the conversation. Um, I don't know what would work best for your relationship, but I do know that it's helpful to have a plan in advance before someone's getting upset of how you're going to handle it when that happens. Hopefully it's not happening in every conversation, but it's very likely that it will happen at some point during a disagreement when you're trying to talk about a really important topic where you're on different pages. Okay, action step number four how to talk about these difficult topics and manage it in a way that you stay calm and it's still productive is to be honest and vulnerable. Now, if you've already done the first three action steps, if you've scheduled time whenever possible to talk about these difficult topics, if you already understand your values, your priorities, the things that really matter to you, if you have a plan and you're willing to follow it about how to pause the conversation when someone's getting upset, That's going to make, all three of those things are going to make it a lot easier to be honest and vulnerable in the conversation. But ultimately, that is what's going to help the conversation be productive. And I don't just mean being honest about what your opinion is or what your perspective is. If we think back about the finances, um, my example earlier, you know, it might be very important to you to save, to have a really nice, comfortable Um, cushion so that if somebody loses their job, you have an emergency plan, like you already have the finances there to support a crisis if that comes up. That's not important for everyone. And so if it's really important to you, it's maybe not really important to your husband. Yes, you need to be honest about this is what my perspective is. This is why I value this. This is why this is important to me. But you also need to be able to be honest in evaluating the other person's perspective. Because you probably didn't marry a man who's a total fool. (laughs) He might have a different opinion than you about this particular issue, and that might be really important to you or to him. You know, the, the emotion is there, this is a top priority conversation, but we're on different pages. But we need to be willing 
to honestly consider their point of view, to honestly consider not only their perspective, no, I don't think we need a huge uh, nest egg. I think we need to invest that for our retirement in the future, but we can't touch it today if someone loses their job. Um, yes, you need to understand what their position is, but we also need to honestly reflect on why it is that they hold that position because there probably are some positives, some pros, some uh, strengths to that position, even if you disagree with it. And it's usually a lot easier for us to see the things that we disagree with and just write it off. Like, I don't agree with you, period, the end, conversation over. That's not going to be a very productive conversation, as you can imagine. What we need to be willing to do is to be honest about these are some points that you've made that I agree with, or these are some points you've made that you know I understand and I can, I can appreciate the emotion or the value that's going into it. And this also connects with our vulnerability, because if we cannot be vulnerable in these difficult conversations and share, hey, hey, honey, I'm starting to get really angry, or I'm starting to feel really frightened. As we talk about spending all of our money, putting it all in the retirement account, we only have $1,000 in the bank. What happens if the car breaks down? What happens if you lose your job? This is scaring me. I need to be able to be vulnerable about that with my husband. Otherwise, he doesn't know what I'm thinking. He doesn't know what I'm feeling. He doesn't understand why I'm reacting the way that I am in this difficult conversation. So my friends, let's recap these four action steps that will help you have difficult conversations with your husband or your friends or your coworkers, have difficult conversations that are still calm and still productive. Number one, schedule a time to have the conversation so you're not surprised by this big issue that came up. Number two, know your values and your priorities and why it is that your perspective um, is whatever it is. Number three, have a plan for how you're going to hit pause if someone gets upset and how you're going to either continue the conversation productively or take a break so that people can calm down and come back to the conversation later. And number four, be honest and be vulnerable in the conversation. Please try to remember, no matter how much you're disagreeing in the moment, you are fighting together. You're not fighting against each other. The topic at hand is not what's going to define your relationship. And having that mindset is going to be really helpful um, to actually live out these action steps. So my friend, I hope that this is helpful for you. I mentioned at the beginning that we have a brand new free resource from Love Your People Well. It is a conflict resolution checklist. And I would really encourage you, if this topic today is hitting home, to check out the link in the show notes and get your free copy today of the conflict resolution checklist. That's going to be a really helpful um, guide that, you know, if, if things are going off the rails, you're not feeling good about the conversation, you can just pull it out and follow the steps. Um, and often that's really helpful when we get emotional to have something tangible, practical that we can hold on to and follow rather than trying to figure it out ourselves in the moment. Okay, my friend, I hope that you will take advantage of that and get your copy of the Conflict Resolution Checklist. I hope that you'll hit subscribe to the podcast and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in it. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag at loveyourpeoplewell um, to share about this with people because I am 
very confident you have some girlfriends who have difficult conversations with their people, with their husbands. And so sharing a screenshot of this, leaving a written review for the show, uh, that's going to go a long way in helping other women connect with this material, these resources, and this community. So take a screenshot of today's episode, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me. All right, my friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.